0: Good morning, and welcome to Grow-Tential. Good morning. The podcast where we are a father-daughter duo, and as we grow and learn in our careers and just pursuing God with all our hearts, we want to share with you what we're learning and hope that it can help grow you into your full potential too. How are ya?
1: I'm great.
0: How's the new truck?
1: It's awesome. God (laughs) is good.
0: How's the new Jeep, you ask? It's great. <laughs> it looks good. Uh, I had a grandbaby, and my two-door wouldn't work anymore, so we had no. to get a four-door. And what better than a Wrangler? You oh, know what I, I'm I thought
1: you got it because I couldn't get in your car.
0: <laughs> yeah, now my mom and dad can fit, too. <laughs> All right. Well, I am very excited about this podcast today. Good. I feel like it is going to be incredibly helpful. So right off from the beginning, I'm going to ask if this is helpful to you, please share it. We are going to be doing a podcast all about happiness. And I thought it would be cool to kick off this by if you could go back in time. How old are you? 70. 70. If you could go back in time... 50 years to 20 year old Dave Collings before he was the man, the myth, the legend, (laughs) what would you, what would be your one piece of advice on happiness?
1: Uh, I I would uh, say to myself, um, don't think that you will be happy when you cross certain, uh, goal lines Mm. don't think that you'll be happy when you accomplish certain goals Uh, the happiness is in the process yeah and uh just crossing just accomplishing those goals they don't that's not where happiness comes from yeah it's the it's the process it's the uh, relationships it's the experiences of life that helps you to accomplish those goals That's where the gem of happiness is.
0: I love it. It's the pursuit of happiness. Okay, so when I think about happiness, we are going to be referencing um, happier, and happier no matter what. It's going to be a big piece of this podcast, and um, it's Tal Ben Shahir, I'm I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing it wrong, Um, but he's a Harvard professor, and you were telling me, what were you talking about his class?
1: It is the most, more people sign up for that class than any class Harvard has ever offered.
0: Yeah, that's so interesting. But I think this is something that, it's like we all are seeking happiness. We're all seeking to be happier. Um, But he talks about this paradox in happiness. Can you tell me a little bit more about the paradox of happiness?
1: Uh, I I think he's really, uh, has a great insight. If you pursue happiness itself, it flees from you. Yeah, uh, It's elusive. It's, um, it's nebulous. There's nothing to get a hold of. So happiness is a side effect of doing other things. And in the pursuit of these other things, happiness rushes in.
0: So he calls it, I think in the second book, he calls it, it's like resilience 2.0. and resilience 1.0, it's basically you have some sort of stressor that, that drops you down, but then you spring back to your baseline. And this idea of trying to figure out the true idea of how to be happy, no matter what trauma comes your way, no matter what stress pushes you down, in this anti-fragility, he says, uh, it pushes you down, but then it springs you up higher. And so, what happens is you actually become greater. You, there's actually a level of happier, being happier than you could have reached before. And it's in this paradox of the indirect pursuit yes where you're not specifically looking for happiness because this is something that I've run to in my life and probably you Where you're trying to have fun you're today's gonna be a good day and you're focusing on no matter what it's gonna be a good day and then it's like why are those the days when everything goes downhill fast yeah and he actually says that uh when you kind of make happiness the value you actually can become more depressed which is very fascinating to me because I think that's how most of us pursue it. You don't think of it as the indirect, right?
1: So I I think I understand why that's true. Uh, First of all, we have a nebulous idea of what happiness is. I'm going to be happy today, okay? But what does that mean? Right. So what am I testing? Uh, Am I happy am i happy i mean what am i testing that against uh uh, the the second reason that uh that i think that's true is um uh if i make happiness my goal for the day then uh i I end up (laughs) self-focused Yeah, Uh, great point this is uh this is about me i'm supposed to be happy you people are supposed to be making me happy today. <laughs>
0: yeah. uh,
1: this lunch is supposed to make me happy today. Yeah. And when I have found in my life, when I'm self focused, it's impossible for me uh, to be happy. Yeah. Uh, I cannot be self self focused and uh, enjoy the day
0: okay so talk to me about your definition of happiness then how do you define it if it is nebulous like you can't get your hands around it so how do you define it
1: um so let's do two definitions um in uh in his book uh he defines happiness as um the experience of uh uh, pleasurable and meaningful things. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the
0: duality of yeah, it. It's
1: it's So uh, uh, there is a certain pleasure in happiness, but it's not hedonism. It also has to have meaning.
0: Yeah, and he defined hedonism as like the search for pleasure without pain. Yeah. So it's not just the stuff that you find delightful in your life, but it's also meaning like there's purpose behind it
1: exactly i also uh i i I also say that um happiness is a certain uh well-being and inner contentment
0: Mm.
1: uh so there's a difference between happiness and hilarity you know (laughs) yeah there's a difference (laughs) between happiness and um laughing all day yeah uh my sense is that uh happiness is not this uh external excitement nearly as much as it is this uh contented well-being within myself yeah uh when when uh i i can sit on the back patio and, uh, and I'm just content.
0: Yeah. It's the, the older I get, the more I realize this. Yeah. Because I think when I was younger, it was about the pursuit of like, let's go do an adventure, which I still want to do, but it was the external trying to make the internal happy. Yeah. And as the, when you get older, you're realizing, no, it's going to all come from within.
1: It all starts on the inside.
0: And you can be as happy as you want to be. Yes. You know? I think the idea of, um, of like, how we perceive things is always ultimately going to determine what's going on in the inside anyways. And when we think about this idea of happiness and how to pursue it, and if it's pleasure and meaning, then, you know, how do we get our head around this? I love, he gives an acronym that I think is really helpful that I'd love to get your take on and so he calls it Spire, S-P-I-R-E. And this is the idea of this is the, um, this is the indirect. If you focus on happiness, you're not going to attain it. But if you focus on the S, which stands for spiritual, it's the idea of really pursuing the meaning in your life. And now because we do what we do, God is the driving force behind that for yes. us. And so if someone is looking for purpose and meaning, what would be one piece of advice that you would say, start here?
1: Um, Well, I I would say uh, on the spiritual side, I I have to start with God. Yeah. Uh, I have found in my own life that uh, the more I pursue God, the uh healthier uh inner life i have mm-hmm. and happiness is really a healthier inner life
0: it's i think in our emotional grit podcast which i think was the grit part 1 or grit part 2 you talk about poise and it's having that yeah. inner sense of well-being yes and i think that creates so much for so many people not just yourself like i think it it creates a safety net around for people that are around you too and so when you think about the spiritual life and starting with God um, I take for granted that I grew up in a home where this was just normal I take for granted that I spend time with God and at some point had to learn it you know and so I think about there's people in all different walks of life who are listening right now, young college kids, which we love you and thank you yes, for listening. Yes, we do. Um, moms, dads, businesswomen, uh, mothers, fathers, and I just think there's a scope. And so when you go and spend time with God, what what does that look like for you? Obviously, it's grown and matured. Um, but I just I want to give one tool. To somebody listening. How do you start? Do you start with quiet time and stillness? Then do you read your Bible and listen to worship music? Like what is your just so that there's one tool we can give someone to go in their tool belt?
1: Okay, so I have to say two things because they both go together. Yeah. Uh, so I start by saying to God, uh Christ promised that he would guide me into the truth. And uh, I'm going to read the scriptures with the hope and the expectation that the Holy Spirit is going to guide me into the truth. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I start reading my portion for the day. And my goal is I'm looking for one good idea that I can carry with me throughout the day. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I often start meetings with "Let's think of one good right, idea from God." Right. Right. Um, so that good idea uh, uh, keeps calibrating my heart all day. Right. Uh, when I'm driving in the car, I can think about that one good mm-hmm. idea. When I'm waiting in line, I can think about that one good idea, and it keeps um, it keeps uh, raising uh, the, the reality of God in my inner life all day long. Yeah. So that's what I would suggest to people, uh, read John's gospel, look for one good idea and carry it with you throughout the day.
0: Mm -hmm. Good. Okay. His second idea of what we can focus on for the pursuit of happiness is it's this idea of the physical, um, He talks about it as stress, like the amount of stress and over crammed schedules. And uh, one of the biggest ideas then is we are tethered to work and we don't take the time to rest. I remember asking you, maybe on the podcast, maybe just in our time together, what's one of your regrets? And do you remember what you told me?
1: Yeah, I didn't take all my vacation. Yeah. Yeah. If I had to do it over again, I would have taken all my vacation
0: why what what what's the regret in it?
1: uh well, my biggest regret is the time I lost with my family. yeah, you don't get that back yeah and when you're young, you're too stupid to know that yeah but my second regret is uh, I have a image in my head. when I was a boy, they had these little uh airplanes. And they had a propeller and a rubber band. Mm-hmm. And you could wind the propeller, and the rubber band would get tighter and tighter. Yeah. So then when you strew it, the. the
0: yeah, it release.
1: Yeah. Uh, I came to see that as a metaphor for me. Mm. All day long, I wind that rubber band tighter and tighter and tighter and tighter. Yeah. And uh, I didn't do the kind of things that uh release the rubber band. Yeah. So then it would reach a point that was so tight, and uh, and then I'm uh, yelling at people. Yeah. And I'm and. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, your best self isn't showing um, you through. It.
1: No. Uh, yeah. Uh, so. All right. Plus, there's no happiness in that.
0: Yeah.
1: When you're when you've got yourself wrapped so tight on the inside, you don't have a chance to be happy.
0: And that goes right back to your beginning point of it's not the end goal, yeah. And it's cliche, but it's the journey, right? It's it is the, the journey. It's the journey of life that you're pursuing the meaning, the purpose, the the pleasure too. I think this physical aspect i I've talked a lot about it recently. For me, though, is the I. Think discipline is just everything.
1: Discipline is everything.
0: And I used to look at it as such a negative and like, oh, there's no freedom in discipline, (laughs) you know, like, but I've come to find it's the exact opposite. Like, my freedom is in the healthier life, the disciplined life. And when I discipline myself now, it just becomes normal later, right? Yes,
1: yes, it does.
0: And so, for the physical aspect for myself, I I had to say, okay, I can't go on a vacation every other week, which sometimes I feel like I want to, you know, can I get an amen? Yeah. <laughs> but the the big thing is how do I find little things then in my day that unwind that rubber band? How do I start it in healthy ways? Um, and for me, I've got to get disciplined on working out. So 2023 was just this idea of I'm going to do 10 minutes a day, 10 minutes a day because if i can start small and make it a habit then maybe it could grow into something better well now it's grown into that and i want to i want to up my game a little bit um the cold plunge sauna hot tub which i know you think i'm probably a weirdo for it but <laughs> he held up his hand for those of you who can't see <laughs> what he's doing but there is uh there's science behind it that what oh, happens yeah. in your brain And the dopamine that it releases and the level of grit it increases, which I'm interested in that too, and um, just the health benefits overall. But I think for anyone listening, in your spiritual life, in your physical life, and all these things that we're going to be breaking down, it's how do you find the right times in the day to do it and not just save it for once a week or save it for... The big moments or when you've got nothing left. You try to figure it out. It's creating the discipline and the habits. Consistency. Yeah. Yeah, the consistency. Okay, I loved this because this just screams you. Um, So Spire, spiritual, physical, and then we're at I, the intellectual. And it's a curiosity. He said uh, the happiest people and the people that live the longest – have a curiosity in life. What's your take on curiosity?
1: I think um, uh, people, uh, curiosity, in my opinion, is uh, the shortcut to uh, happiness. Yeah. Um, there's a certain delight in being curious about something and looking into it. Mm-hmm. And then you discover something that you never associated with that or uh, 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 I like to uh, read about famous paintings and they explain this, this represents this in the painting and (laughs) stuff. And every time I do that, I have this sense of happiness.
0: Okay. So he says, which is fascinating that you just brought that up And curiosity, when you uh, are curious about something, when you dive deep that's when the happiness comes yeah and so that's exactly what you're saying exploring the artist or whatever it might be
1: yeah happiness is not on the surface happiness is not my original look at the painting happiness for me is now I have uh, I've explored and I understand uh, who the artist was when he did this painting what it meant to him, yeah. what the symbolism in, is in the painting, yeah. uh, why the colors are what they are. And then after you explore all that stuff, there's this sense of, man, this is great.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know, I remember being a little girl and you saying. Uh, or maybe I wasn't even little, maybe I was in my 20s and you were uh, fostering the curiosity and you would say, let's go to the library and just go start looking at whatever interests you because I also think people listening, sometimes you can lose yourself in life, like you can lose your inner self through work or your kids or, and one, someone might be saying, I don't even know what I'm curious about, you know?
1: Yeah, the library is a great st- place to start. Just go look around. Uh, pull books off the shelf randomly. Yeah. All libraries have books that they're featuring. They've got magazine sections. I mean, it doesn't cost you a penny.
0: And they have an app now, the Libby app, that you can do all that on your your own time. So... Well, actually, I think we're going to end up breaking this podcast into two pieces because we're already at 20 minutes. So let's just recap some of the things that we've talked about real quickly. So can you define happiness again for us?
1: So happiness is the uh, experience of uh, things that are pleasurable and meaningful, Uh Uh, happiness is an inner sense of well-being and contentment
0: Mm -hmm. and then when we go to pursue happiness there's a paradox that the pursuit of the value of happiness will end up making you more depressed so it's an indirect pursuit you're not pursuing happiness you're pursuing the things that feel meaningful to you And he breaks it into this idea of spire. So S, we talked about the spiritual piece of trying to find ways to connect with God, to find your meaning in this one crazy, beautiful life that we get. The second is the physical, that there is going to be stress and there's going to be the things that tether us to work. But how do you find moments throughout your day that help you feel more fueled? can i ask real quick how do you do that
1: i have several ways uh sometimes i call it a brain break and i just get up and walk around in main street i go look out uh, that big back window we have yeah. uh, um, sometimes i uh i just um i give myself the uh the turning inward so I just sit in that chair that I study in, or, and I, you know, that leather chair. In your office, chair. yeah. And I just, I quietly turn inwardly, and uh, I, I whisper to God. Um, or uh, I quietly turn inwardly, and, and I think about pieces of the Westminster Confession definition of God. These aren't long. It's mm-hmm. not, it's just, it's...
0: Like 10 minute breaks.
1: Oh, it's not even 10 minutes. Yeah. Sometimes it's just a minute.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, but that minute of leaving everything, all this other stuff, all these pressures on the outside and turning inward and having a, a, a refreshing moment in the presence of God.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I found... And I think he hits it in his book, but I found that after a long day at work, Jacob and I are Netflix kind of people. I was going to say, well, never mind. <laughs> I was going to say Netflix and chill, but I think that has a, a connotation to it. So we'll probably delete that right out of here. But, anyways, we're those kind of people too. <laughs> welcome to grow potential okay um well we found that when we would be done with the day busy day after dinner we would watch netflix and rest i can't see it. he's going back to netflix in jail oh good grief okay I found that at the end of the day, what Jacob would want to do is just veg out on the couch and turn a show on and watch a series. And I thought that was rest. I thought that was physical rest, but it's it wasn't. I would no. never be rejuvenated until I learned about the idea of like an active rest, about doing stuff that does feel a little bit more meaningful at night. And so we found ways to hang out with our kids or play pickleball or do different things that it it's enjoyable but we're not just vegging out right and I found that to be a real big game changer in my life okay and then the last one for day is the intellectual that curiosity that the happiest and healthiest people who live the longest have a sense of curiosity and to go deeper
1: and they are um they are following their sense of curiosity correct it's one thing to be curious and do nothing. That's right. It's,
0: uh, yeah, you got to go deeper. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So um, I love your idea that happiness is not the end goal, that it's not a finish line you cross one day, but it is the journey along the way. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and I, I hope that you join us for part two coming next month. We hope you have a great week and enjoy the rest of your day.